super grateful, grateful to be with you guys today. Deanna, thank you so much for creating the space and helping all of us to enter into our hearts. Why are we here today? And, uh, and I'll answer that question. I'm here today because I want to be better in relationships. Uh, Laura, thank you so much for sharing. You want to be braver, more easeful, easeful, uh, easeful in communication. Quality time with my friends, teachers. Ah, Hear your beautiful wisdom. Thank you, Zerlina. I'm here to gain some insight in conscious relationship skills, communication, and intention, especially. Beautiful. Been off, on and off with my partner, and I just want some wisdom. Thank you guys for... Yay, it feels yeah. so good to feel you all. <laughs> we want to interact. <laughs> we're, we're, we're very uh, social creatures, and... and and, and why I'm here today is I want to grow in relationship, you know, and, and being able to connect with Deanna in this way, um, Theo, to get out of my own way with Mario. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah it's, like, it's like an acknowledging that we get in our own way. That's like, we talked about that two weeks ago about how, like, what all we want to do is love, you know, but that we have all these barriers that we've built because of our past experiences that keep us from experiencing and sharing the love that we so deeply yearn to receive and to give. So... That, that's a beautiful intention. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. To, Hi, be better in our, to be better in our relationships. And so I'm here today because I'm a work in progress. Anybody else out there feel like that they, they are a work in progress in their relationships? Anybody oh, yeah. uh, relate to that a little bit? Re recognize that we have work to do. And, and uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. And this is a, an opportunity. Really, it's a living dialogue. You know, Deanna and I, um, we're not... We're not the relationship experts. We're not, you know, we've got it all figured out. We're, you know, we have the, the perfect thing going. Um, but one thing that I, that, that I would say that we do have, and, and there's a lot of beautiful things in our relationship, is that we're committed to keep working on it. We're committed to keep growing with it. We're committed to keeping a dialogue open so that things don't break down. And, and that, you know, and then, then we get stuck. We either get stuck in our own world or we're, in, we're unable to communicate. We're unable to actually dialogue and keep the relationship alive to keep it as this malleable uh changing ever evolving growing experience and so yeah i mean uh, that's why we also are calling this live um that's also on podcast now spiritual relationships because it's ultimately how do we do relationship from that deepest place inside of us and yeah. I, I remember um one of the blessings somebody gave us at our wedding was that it's really a love triangle, but it's the only love triangle that we'll ever want to be in. It's, it's Vera, <laughs> Diana, and God, you know, and, and when, we, when we keep God in the center, that the desire to move towards that deepest place within us and that unbounded love that's available to us in every moment, um, then we can thrive in relationship and we can use every single experience as an opportunity to grow and deepen into that um, possibility of love and so it's, it's such an exciting journey it's really um you know relationship becomes such an adventure when looked at in that way mm -hmm. and we have um Vera and i were talking you know it's it's beautiful because i feel like coming live with all of you gives us the opportunity to okay what do we want to share this week so we get to have these conversations what's important what's valuable um and so when we were talking we thought that this week we would dive into um one, like what is important, what's the foundation of, of a, a lasting relationship, whether it be thriving or not. Or then two, um, if trust has been broken, like how to, how to forgive and how to rebuild that trust. 
Is that right, Vera? Is that what we're going to be talking about today? Yeah, the premise is, you know, we, we keep coming back to that. We, we want to keep coming back to that because then it makes it, um, you know, connected to a goal that's, that's worthy of, of dying for, you know, connected to a goal that is it's worthy of giving everything in our life to. Mm-hmm. It allows for us, it becomes a catalyst for the emotional maturity and, and, and intention and energy that it takes to keep committing in relationships and to keep going deeper. And so we recognize, okay, the premise is that, you know, I am, I'm looking for love and, and that love is within love is the nature of my soul. And I'm looking for this experience, this exchange of pure unconditional love. And ultimately I'm looking for that with a higher power and we are embodiments. We can be right. We have the potential to be instruments and embodiments of that divine love in each other's lives. And so the premise is I'm trying to wake that up. That is what I want. I want that love. I want that connection. I'm looking for that, 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 um, yes, the solace. I'm looking for the embrace of a loving friend, the embrace of a lover, the embrace of a mother. I'm looking for that unconditional true love in my life. And ultimately I'm looking for that in my higher power. And, we can either be reminders of that in each other's lives or we can help each other forget it, right? We can be reminders that we are intrinsically valuable, lovable, and, and, and beautiful. We can be that for each other, help to wake each other up and to remember that, that beautiful truth and to live our life based off of it. Or, you know, if we go to the other side of the spectrum, we can really reflect everything that's untrue mm. about our partner. Mm-hmm. And we can behave in ways that are untrue to our nature and we can be in that, uh, in that cycle. And it can be a, a really, a really challenging um, and, and defeating place to be in. And so we're moving toward this light. We're moving toward this vision. It's aspirational. And that's the premise. And that's the basis of kind of what we're talking about is that step one, Deanna, as you're kind of laying out. And then today specifically, you know, we're looking at different angles of relationship. And when our trust has been broken in a relationship, Trust is that baseline. It's a catalyst. It's a baseline for being able to share our heart. It's a baseline for being able to have vulnerability, to open ourselves up to serving another, to putting their desires before ours. Without that trust, you know, we can't do it. You know, and if we do, sometimes we do. Right? We need to. We want. We're going to question that today. Without that trust. It's not safe for us to be able to share our heart with confidence. It's not safe. And so mm-hmm. we want to we talk a little bit about that today. And Deanna, you, you were sharing a story that, um, that really was inspiring to me. And I felt like it was a little bit of a catalyst for the conversation when you connected with that, that couple that had been, you know, been together for, I think, over 20 years, you said. And you... you, you yeah, we were, were, we were at the river the other day. And... Um, we, we go to the river as much as possible just to get into mama nature. And um, our little guy was sleeping. And so Vera was staying in the car with him. And so I went to the river to take a dip. And um, they were just coming out. They were kayaking. And, um, and somebody was like, wow, you made it through the river. And the, the guy laughed. And he said, after 25 years, I hope we could make it. And then I said, wow. You were seeing an older couple. You were seeing, yeah. Old, yeah. yeah. And um, I was like, wow, 25 years, what's your secret? Because I'm, I'm always interested whenever I hear that there's a couple that's together for an extended amount of time, 
I'm, I'm, I'm interested in receiving those gems from them. Like, how do they keep the love alive? How do they stay connected and happy and thriving in their relationship? And they both looked at each other and they, they laughed and they said, it's not easy. This last year, we almost didn't make it. Um, you know, after 25 years, they said, this last year has been a hard one. It's mm -hmm. really hard. Mm -hmm. And the only way that we're making it is because he doesn't live in the house anymore and we're dating again. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, like, thank you so much for your honesty. You know, we think that if, if you're, if you're still in a relationship after so long, it's because that, 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 that love is still alive, that fire is still there. But I just appreciated the reality that like to, to stay in a relationship and be happy. Um, it's a lot of work. It's mm -hmm. a lot of consciousness. It takes a lot of intention. Mm -hmm. And I said, I said, wow. So you guys are still in this relationship because you're committed to making it work. And, and I just thought like, like that's, that's amazing. Otherwise, if we're not committed to making it work, you know, when it gets really hard, which, you know, I hear in every relationship, there is a point where it gets really challenging, mm -hmm. but of course, like may, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not every relationship. I, I, I can't say that, um, but a lot of relationships, it can get really challenging at points. And if you're not committed again to something more than just each other, I'm committed to loving you no matter what. It's like, that's going to be hard because I don't always feel that. Um, but what are you committed to? And if they're committed to making it work, even when it gets really challenging, um, that's what helps us stay. And so as I was sharing this with Vera the other day, he was like, he was like, yeah, committed to making it work. He said, but why, you know, are there ever times where it would actually be better to not be in that relationship? And so he kind of brought up this question because if we're just committed to making it work no matter what, what if we're in a really abusive relationship and we just think I'm committed to making it work no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, and so I thought that was a really good question to start to, to acknowledge like what's actually not acceptable in a mm -hmm. relationship. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, when trust has been broken, that's one thing that came to me is like, Oh, I wonder if somebody in this relationship after 25 years, maybe they were unfaithful, you know, something mm -hmm. that's really, really hard to move through. Mm -hmm. um, for some people that might be a deal breaker like like sorry you've you've um betrayed my trust i i can't be with you anymore but for other people it's like wow like let's get through this together you know can we rebuild trust so that we can recommit to making it work no matter what mm -hmm. and so that kind of moved us into this place of exploring how do we rebuild trust mm -hmm. like when trust has been broken um how do we how do we rebuild it and it could be in the small ways like me and Vera have shared before, like if he says he's going to come home at a certain time and he comes home half an hour later, it's like, it's a small breach of trust because his actions are in line with his words, or it can be something way bigger. Um, you know, like, um, if somebody has cheated on somebody or if somebody, you know, it can be so many other things. And so from the little, little things in our relationship that can break trust to the bigger things that can break trust, because again, trust is, um, the foundation that we can build upon. If there's not that, that solid foundation, it's hard to deepen into anything. And so how do we rebuild trust? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I posted a video today about it. It's a, it was just, you know, Dan and I putting our thoughts together and, and, then, and then being able to share that, in that, in that content um, in that way. And so if you guys haven't checked it out, I encourage you to check it out. It's a, it's a, it's a um, yeah, we put a lot, put our heart into it for you. And so really what we're talking, you know, as you're sharing, Deanna, it's, 
Yeah. Okay. Now, now, now we're talking, we're, we're at this foundation, whatever has broken that trust, right? It could be, it could be something that was, was, was one experience that was really heartbreaking, or it could be something that was gradual just over time. We're, we're giving up. We have less and less mm -hmm. trust that this is actually the right person for me. So when it's been broken, you know, what do we do? And, and the first, the first step, cause it's so crippling. Um, when it's, when it's come to that place where it's literally, we're looking at that person and we feel we can't trust them, you know, that there is, <clears throat> there's soul searching that takes place. You know, we need to be able to look into our own hearts and be able to see, is this, is this somebody, you know, is this a situation that I believe is, is, um, is it possible for us to rebuild? Is it possible for, for in this situation for me to be able to forgive on this level and to be able to get there. We don't go straight to forgiveness, but really just looking at, you know, looking at this, is it salvageable? And <clears throat> how are they responding, right? If someone's broken our trust, right? We're looking at it in, in this, this context. We're kind of looking at it in this context. We could look at it from the other perspective as well. Sometimes we've broken people's trust as well, but we're, we're looking at it from the context, context of my trust has been broken and how do I know if I should keep going forward here? And how are they responding? Are they responding in such a way that is giving me uh, a greater sense of, of faith and belief that actually they recognize what they were doing had a damaging effect, had a deteriorating effect on our love and on our connection and our trust. If they're able can we, to can do Can we that, slow down for one second? Yeah. Um, just to rewind to the first step where you were talking about the soul searching, because I think that's a really important step before that step two. Um, mm -hmm. Like, is this something that I feel um, like is, is fixable? Like that in my heart, like I, I deeply believe that we can move forward and build if there is, um, you know, forgiveness and if there is that commitment. And I remember one thing that you brought up yesterday was like how to get to that clarity. Like first things first is to... Um, First, of course, search your own heart. You use that word, like soul searching. Mm -hmm. But the second is to, we talked about this in week three, is get counsel. Like go to people that you deeply trust mm -hmm. and um, share what happened and have them reflect your experience so that you can get clarity. It's like, like is this something that um, we can build upon? Is this something that is salvageable, is can, can be healed? Yeah. So I just think that's, that's an important step during that soul searching period. Definitely. Yeah. And, and, to, and to take time for that, because it's something that, you know, oftentimes just based on our psychology or our conditioning, you know, we may, we may just, the pain of separating from that person may be so intense that we unconsciously just find ourselves back in the relationship. And we haven't really gone through a, a process of clearing the hurts and reestablishing trust, working toward reestablishing it. So it's, a, it's such a, it's a vulnerable, but really, really important first step that we take in actually really truly being able to come to that place of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and yes, counsel is crucial. It's not just our own minds. It's not just our own feelings in those situations. Sometimes we can be clouded and we, we cannot have clarity actually of, of how to, um, of how, how to um, effectively navigate it. And so let's take that counsel. Let's really search our souls. Let's take that time and that, 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 that space to really, to really go there. And, and the next step is being able to see through actions that our partner, whoever it is that we're in a relationship with, whether it's a partner, it's a friendship, whatever it may be, that 
they understand the effect that their actions had. It's not like, you know, that they're just kind of side swiping it and, you know, expecting you just to get over it, but they actually recognize that their actions affect positively and negatively trust and, 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 and can either build that or can deteriorate it. We want to be able to see that through, through actions, right? And that's going to give us a little bit more of a confidence. Actually, now in the right situation, in the right space, like this couple that decided to start dating again, right? Now, if you know, we're in a situation where trust has really been broken down, okay, like to have the space to be able to date again, then allows for us to really be able to see how is this person showing up, you know, and, and are they able to show up on time? Are they, do they follow through with their word, you know? When we have a disagreement, are they able to, to listen a little bit more? Is it all about them? So like to be able to see in different ways, in different scenarios that this person is really ready to, to um, step forward and, 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 and be responsible and totally. be a trustworthy partner. That's what resonates is that like we see that this person actually takes responsibility for their actions mm -hmm. and they can really acknowledge like, wow, like I really acknowledge that um, I did something to betray your trust mm -hmm. and, and I really see how that affected you. And I, I know that, you know, I, I wasn't aligned with like my actions were aligned with what I said, or I know that this, like, I could imagine this just breaking your heart and I never want to do that again. So if we can really see again through their words, but then like Vera was saying throughout time, through their actions, that they're also showing up in a way that's in alignment with what they're saying. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, they're actually taking responsibility and they're not just saying, oh, you're, you're overreacting or, you know, you need to get over this or, mm -hmm. you know, when, when, when are you just going to let it go? You know, it's like, we can actually see that they're, they're stepping into this place of acknowledging like, wow, I, I messed up. Mm -hmm. What can I do to help rebuild your trust? Mm -hmm. that, that's, that's the step two. It's yeah. really seeing that, that sincerity in that person, them taking mm -hmm. the responsibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's so practical, right? It's like, okay, we're seeing somebody actually cares and somebody's actually willing to do the uncomfortable work to show up. And, and that transforms our heart, even if there's been heartbreak and even if there has been a break of trust that, that you know, having gone through that first step, having a little confidence, okay, let's, let's, yeah. let's assess this again. And as we see it, it, it can rebuild, you know? And so we're yeah. in that. Because what it does is like, it allows me to see that, okay, you know what's good and what's bad. You know what's gonna mm -hmm. build trust and you know it's gonna de deplete trust. Like, okay, like mm -hmm. I, I can trust that we're on the same page with you know mm -hmm. what's, what's right and wrong and what's good and bad. And that like, you know how these actions could deteriorate our relationship. And so um, you said in, in the video that you posted today, um, I begin to gain confidence in your moral, com in your moral compass. Right. Like I can see right. what, you, what you value and that you understand understand why it was mm -hmm. mean or wrong or you know whatever it was yeah how that how your actions led to breaking trust down mm -hmm. and of course this is this is very very rarely is this just like a one-way conversation um sometimes you know someone has has, has broken trust and and, and it is definitely more of a one-way conversation this is almost always a two-way conversation it's both ways that you know, generally in relationship, we've, we've both done things to break trust down, but we're kind of looking at it just from this perspective, this one lens of actually what it takes for us to get to forgiveness. And so and that, that's, that's the next step. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. So now there's some time. I, I've given myself the space. I've been able to see actually that this person is really stepping forward in a way which is, is, is building confidence. Again, it's rebuilding trust, you know, and I'm, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to hold a grudge. I don't want to hold anger and resentment in my heart for my own heart. I don't want to do that. I want to come to forgiveness regardless, whether if I end up going forward in the relationship or not, I want to come to forgiveness. But if I'm choosing to go forward in the relationship, then I really especially have to come to forgiveness. And that's something that can take time. And, and it, really, it often does take time. And so it's, it's something where there's a, there's a sensitivity that's needed around it. And for ourselves to give ourselves time to be able to come to forgiveness, but to know that that's kind of the, that, 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 that is the goal, that I want to be with this person. I'm seeing that they're working on themselves. I'm seeing they're taking responsibility. I'm seeing the way that they're showing up in the relationship. I'm ready to forgive. Like I'm ready to let go. And that means yes. like genuinely um, letting go and healing the past. And um, otherwise it will keep coming up you know, mm -hmm. again and again and again. And so genuinely forgiving means, again, that's a choice, like that we step into um, letting go of what happened so that we can move forward, so that we can mm -hmm. rebuild. And um, not that it stays as a resentment, but how to forgive, um, Vera talks about often how, like to really forgive, it often takes a power greater than our own. You know, it takes prayer to, to really come into our heart and say, I don't want this to hinder my experience of love. Like, I don't want this to get in the way of, of our connection, of our further growth. Um, because again, by this time that you've decided to, to forgive, you've decided like, you know, this person, like I want to rebuild a relationship with. And again, even if you decide to split ways, you'll, you'll want to do that work eventually. But in your heart, if you're going to be moving forward with, the, with this person, like, my dear Lord, please help me to heal my heart. Please help mm -hmm. me to trust this person. Please help me to actually let go of the past so that I can have space to, to hold this person in a greater potential with greater possibility. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And prayer is powerful. Mm -hmm. you know, prayer yeah. can help us to heal. Do you have any, also, Vera, do you have any like, practical ways to, to support a person in the journey of forgiveness? Yeah, you know, that, that it's what I'm seeing in this specific case right now, really, and just kind of going through this, going through the flow of what we're talking about right now is that forgiveness is a process. You know, it's, it's not, um, you know, trust is a process. Building trust is, a, is something that it takes time. It grows over time and it can be lost in a second. You know, feeling confident in somebody and their moral compass, that's through actions, that's through time, that's through seeing that the way they respond, the way they react, the way that they show up to the relationship. And forgiveness is, is a process as well. It's a process of of really, um, you know, those first two steps of really trusting that this person is, is um, yeah, they understand their actions. They want, they, they're, they're showing by their actions that they want to live a life that's in integrity with actually, with that, with what it takes to hold the, the sacredness of the heart, to hold the sacredness of a relationship. And, and, and just something, as we're going through that process, as we're recognizing, I'm, you know, I'm having a difficulty forgiving, to be patient with ourselves, you know, to not rush it, right? And, mm. and for, for, for it, because it, it is our heart, right? We've, we've been hurt, right? And now there's, there's a truth that, that has been kind of impressed upon us as an untruth that's been impressed upon us that I'm not lovable, 
right? You know, that this person doesn't love me. This person doesn't care about me. When somebody hurts us, that that starts to get impressed on our heart. And so to be able to move through that again, to be able to come through that, it, it, it takes time often. So step-by-step um, -step process of it, you know, to be able to give ourselves time and to be able to recognize if our partner isn't willing to give us time, that that's going to be a warning mm -hmm. sign too, you know, to recognize that, okay, I, I've been hurt and now I'm going through a process of healing. I'm actually really looking at that and I'm doing as much as work as I can, that, that that fear of being hurt again is not gonna run my life. I'm doing as much work as I can to get in touch with that and to, to clear that and to heal from that. And oftentimes it's gonna take counseling, oftentimes it's gonna take coaching, it's gonna take somebody who's able to be with us in that pain. It's so painful, right? It's so painful. The reason we don't wanna forgive is because it's painful, right? To touch that hurt touch that space in our heart that's been betrayed we're reliving it right we're going back into that betrayal to actually be able to heal it and to be able to let go of it it's painful and it can be a really intense process and so to be able to give ourselves time to be able to again take that guidance you know whether that's professional guidance through counseling where it's a trusted loving friend or mentor or somebody who may have may have gone through a similar experience to really be held by that individual and to feel that the space is safe for me to be able to actually go in to that pain and that betrayal that I may have felt in my relationship and uh, you know that pain and betrayal that I may have just in my life in general you know and to be able to heal that and to be able to let go of that so that again you know I can I can forgive right I can forgive and not just a blind forgiveness but a forgiveness with confidence and that this person is, is with me in the process. They understand their actions and they're here to help me to heal. And ultimately we're here yeah. to help each other to heal. Yeah. And we, we've had that conversation in, in past, past lives where um, like Vera was saying that this person, that your partner, whoever it is. We've had that conversation in past lives or in past, <laughs> Instagram, <laughs> in past lives. Instagram lives. Oh my God. That's so funny. All right. Um, just making sure. I was, I was like, I'm trying to remember which conversation. We're getting esoteric about. here. Um, where that person, you know, that, that has broken our trust doesn't rush us in our healing because again, forgiveness, like you said, is a process. It's that, you know, one day I might feel like it's gone. And then the next day I get triggered by something and here it is, you know, more poignant than ever. And so um, forgiveness is that process. And ideally the person that has broken your trust can hold you in that space and not try to rush your healing. Um, can keep showing up, like you said, to help you heal. Um, because that's, you know, it can be hard. It can, you know, for the person that's broken trust, it can genuinely feel like, like I am a person of integrity. Like I'm not gonna do it again. Like why can't you just like see me as like who I am? Um, it can be frustrating, um, but the process can take some time. And I love this question that Hula asked is like, how do you know when you've forgiven? Like, what does that actually feel like? And um, for me and my experience, what it feels like is, is an, a, an ability to trust again. Um, it's, it's not that the, the past experience, the betrayal, the fear, comes and colors my my experience with you every every time that you tell me something i'm like in my head is it true is he going to show up is you know but it's this ability to to trust which means like to to relax into what is mm -hmm. rather than bring any fears of the past 
to color my experience of now, which then dictates my actions. Mm-hmm. It's this ability to, to soften into a, a, a deeper place of trusting, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, that's, that's where the fertile soil for, for deeper love to, to grow. You know, you, we always hear like when you move through things together, the, the love can deepen. Like mm-hmm. if the process of forgiveness hasn't been rushed, like if there's genuinely a, a place of, of forgiving the other, um, stepping deeper into a place of integrity mm-hmm. and then um, and rebuilding that trust, you know, which mm-hmm. is the, the process that we're exploring today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it, it becomes super practical, you know, cause um, it can remain a feeling, you know, that, that is uh, you know, and, and that, that, that feeling could go both ways, but really when we look at, okay, I'm rebuilding this based off of agreements, right? I'm rebuilding this based off of, you know, follow through. I'm, I'm, I'm rebuilding this based off of values and mm-hmm. to sit down. And a lot of times in relationships, you know, I've found with people that there hasn't really been an exploration of values. There haven't really been an exploration of behavior that is actually really a catalyst for helping to build trust and helping to build a, a, a greater love, a greater a sense of connection and ability to be more vulnerable in a relationship. There hasn't actually been a, an authentic exploration of what is it? What is the behavior that really builds that trust? And what's the, be- the behavior that really deteriorates that trust? You know, what are we mm-hmm. committed to? And in that, then it, then it comes into a place where it's vulnerable when somebody doesn't do something you know when somebody if i tell diana i'm going to be home at four to see vera and i come home late you know i it's like no my word is it has value and coming home late it decreases the value in my word Mm. that's that that is an unconscious deterioration of trust and it may just be a few pennies off of a, a strong bank account but that being done over time I'm drawing from trust. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm taking from that trust account. And it, it, can, it can, over time, it can deteriorate it. So mm-hmm. it comes to something, when we look at amending that broken trust, it comes to something, what is needed actually to rebuild it? Yeah, and yeah. I, I love that that's what you spoke about in your IGTV that you posted today was how when the person who has broken trust sees commitments, however big or however little, as opportunities to rebuild. Yeah. They see like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be home at four and then showing up at four. And that's mm-hmm. like, okay, it rebuilds the trust. So whatever mm-hmm. you speak with your words, you start like, okay, this is an opportunity to show her or mm-hmm. to show him that I want to rebuild the trust, that I want to rebuild the trust. Because no matter how small, um, it does something, you know, it mm-hmm. can even be subconscious, unconscious, but following through with your word, what, what you say helps to rebuild trust. Mm-hmm. And, and, and really profound ways, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so small commit, commitments, bigger commitments. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, you know, we start to trust. And um, Brenna asked the question, but what does warranted, but does warranted distrust mean you haven't forgiven? And I would say it either means that you haven't forgiven or it means that this person hasn't shown up um, to help you rebuild that trust. Um, and ultimately, a, a relationship where there's not a foundation of trust, it's not sustainable. And so to be in a relationship where there's not trust, it's going to be really, really, really hard if you're not doing the work to rebuild it. Um, there's just going to be a lot of fear, a lot of insecurity, a lot of um, just like 
moving around with this unknown energy. And so if there's not a foundation of trust, you can um, begin to move towards, let's rebuild this, you know, because mm -hmm. I want to forgive you. And can you help me by, by showing up and showing me that you're trustworthy? And that takes, again, actions. Mm -hmm. It's not, not just words, but, but actions. Yeah, and it's it's a power you know a powerful process where we're protecting our heart. You know, it's like forgiveness is again allowing somebody into our heart, right? And and that can be you know that's like okay, like th those are there are layers to the depth of of the kingdom of our heart. You know, okay, somebody it starts with something small. You know, and as we're seeing that over time, then trust starts to rebuild. It's genuine. We genuinely feel okay. Then there's a next step, right? It takes a vulnerability, even that small thing to allow somebody into our life, to allow us to, to have an opportunity to rebuild trust, even on small levels, as a small level of vulnerability. So we start small and we start to build that. And then from there, then we can see it. And it's, it's genuine. We can see it in a practical way. Somebody's following through steadily. Yeah. They're seeing the opportunity right now. I broke trust and this person is giving me, you're giving them an opportunity to rebuild it. It is, it's a generous opportunity both ways, right? we're opening ourselves up to be a little bit vulnerable to allow them to come in to help build trust and we keep moving back and forth and it's something that when we're looking at it when we're stuck and we're not able to forgive okay if the person is following through if the person is following through with different uh, um, commitments then i can recognize also that i'm still in the process of forgiveness so yeah. we want to be able to look at that right it's like that trust foundation if it's not flowing, if, it's, if we're not able to trust, we wanna explore that. We wanna be able to be in that space of saying, what is it about me? Can I, can I just not forgive this person? We need to search our heart for that. And, and, and how can I come to a place of forgiveness? Whether I go forward in this relationship or not, how can I come to that place in my own heart? Am I, I say, what, what's stopping me from doing that? How can I actually search that and find that? And then go, what, you're gonna say something, Deanna? I mean, I was just, I was just thinking, cause like, I, I think, um, like there has to be the commitment from the other person to keep showing up in a way that supports the building of trust. And then if in your heart, like you just can't forgive, I feel like for me, there's been like in my past relationship, there was a question of like, it, am I just somebody who can't forgive or is this person still doing something that's yeah. not trustworthy? Mm -hmm. Like, and I just, and I feel it you know, mm -hmm. in my heart. But like, if you also, if you know this person is living in integrity, like if you know that this person is showing up, if you know that this person values you and sincerely like knows like, well, I hurt this person. I never want to do that again. And you're and getting like, that confirmation you, from others too. Other people see it too. It's not yeah. just us because we can get swept away with our emotions. And, yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then it takes, you know, and, there has to eventually be that, that, I mean, there has to be that willingness to, to forgive, you know, which means to, to look at our own heart and just see like, like what, what is blocking my ability to really trust this person? If I, if I genuinely know that they're showing up, they're doing everything they can, they deeply care, they're not going to do this again. Why, why can't I forgive? Mm. What, what are your suggestions, your thoughts around that? Yeah, and it's, 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 I mean, suggestions and thoughts around it, it's just a beautiful dialogue, Deanna, and, and that it's in that space, right? That, that's that super vulnerable space that we're in. And, and forgiveness doesn't mean we continue the relationship, right? Mm -hmm. 
forgiveness doesn't mean the thing, you know, that we're going to stay with a person. Mm. The process of forgiveness is first, it's, it's for our own heart. It's yeah. for our, our own consciousness. It's for our own quality of experience of life and, and our own opportunity to, to, to grow. We want to come to a place of forgiveness. And that, yes, there's all those factors of seeing, is this person showing up? There's all those factors. We, we can't, you know, maybe, hey, they're showing up in all the ways, they're showing up, they're showing up. But man, I just can't for some reason. Like, I, I, I don't, I, I can't go there. I can't be that vulnerable with, with this yeah. person, you know? I can't do yeah. that. It just, it's bringing up too much for me. Yeah. Like, I actually to remember. Honor, to and, honor and, that. And, I remember, um, like we talked about forgiveness. I remember in my last relationship, how it finally ended, was I came to this clarity. Like, like I, I honor you. I respect you. Like, and like, I don't want to be with somebody I don't trust. You know, so I genuinely felt like I, I got to a place of forgiving this person, like, and I don't trust you. And mm -hmm. I don't want to be with somebody I don't trust. And it, and it literally became as crystal clear as that. Yeah. You know, and so then, yeah. um, but I think if, like, I feel like anytime we've had disagreements, like, I genuinely feel that sincerity, like, let's make this work. Let's put in the time, like, what's needed. And it becomes really easy to, like, trust and forgive. Yeah, and it's so a powerful... Go, it's a powerful distinction that you're, you're saying. It's like, I can forgive somebody, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to stay in a relationship with them. Because right? I just don't trust them. It does, exactly. You know? it I can forgive someone. It doesn't mean that I'm going to trust them. And what we're, what we're, we're, what we're looking at is, okay, like that, that is the foundation. If I cannot mm -hmm. trust somebody, then there is no relationship, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's broken down to that point. And, and so now we're looking at this, we're kind of we're, we're having a, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm loving just the, the free flow of the dialogue. And sometimes we, we kind of map it out a little bit more, but also just exploring it is, um, it's giving me a lot of insights too. And so we're talking, we're, 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 you know, the, pre, the, the angle that we came in with today was if I want to come to a place of forgiveness and I want to be able to go forward in a relationship, you know, that the process first is we're searching our hearts, you know, and we're seeing, in my heart, do I feel like I can trust this person again? You know, and, and, and do people around me, do they feel like this is, this is a trustworthy person actually in my, in my life? This is somebody that is really showing through their actions. I'm seeing it and other people are seeing through their actions. This person is really showing up. They're really coming forward. They're, they're taking responsibility. The way that they're coming forward, they're seeing this as a, they made a, they made a mistake and they're seeing this as an opportunity for their growth, an opportunity to, to cherish you like never before and to, to grow and to, to really step into a whole nother version of relationship. And if that's the case, then again, then we're, we're still seeing, you know, okay, are we, are we able to forgive? Are we able to go into that process of forgiveness and, and to, to be in that space with them gradually, slowly but surely, deeper, deeper levels of vulnerability to be able to, again, you know, find that, that, that beauty and that, that, um, that vulnerability in a loving relationship. And that it's not a, a one-way is the right way. It's an exploration and it's a process. And these are a few steps for us to go through that process in a way which it's more likely that whether we go forward in the relationship or not, we're moving toward forgiveness. Whether we go forward in the relationship or not, that we're living uh, in integrity with actually with our heart, and, and we're we're making a conscious choice, you know, to move mm. toward love. Yeah. So. so sincerity on their end, and the ability to forgive on yours, mm -hmm. like that that wraps it up really mm -hmm. nicely. Mm -hmm. And Chitty asked a question, but I think this is what we can um, explore next week. Mm -hmm. 
being the person on the other side. Yes, yes, definitely. Let's yeah, talk we, about let's, that next let's talk about that next week. Yeah, there that when we've made mistakes in our life, you know, when we've we've hurt somebody, then how can we rebuild trust? You know, how can we show up? And we're starting to talk about it today. It's both it's both sides of it. And um, you know, Arjuna is saying spiritual strength really seems to help, and and really a a major catalyst and the thrust of our conversation today is that to be able to trust again, to be able to be vulnerable again, to be able to step into forgiveness really authentically. Um, it takes, yeah, it takes a higher power. It takes recognizing that there's, there, there is a purpose and a meaning behind, you know, the, the, the challenging circumstances that we may go through in life. There's a purpose and meaning in it for us as an opportunity for growth and transformation. It takes that, it takes that often. So, mm-hmm. So, we so are, uh, before we close today, um, a lot of you know it is Vera's birthday. Uh, um, and so we have a tradition where in our home, um, in our community, whenever it's somebody's birthday, we go around in a circle and we share what we really appreciate, what we really love about that person. So everybody here that knows Vera or who has even watched this live for the first time and seen Vera, if you could just write one word of something that you really appreciate about him, and let's do it fast so that we don't have to be here. Just one word, the first word that comes to your mind that you really appreciate about Vera. So showering him with your love and with your blessings. And um, this, you know, when we, when we appreciate people, it's, it's such a powerful thing for our own hearts, but also what it does for their hearts is profound. Mm-hmm. And so please, um, please share just one word, leader, devotion. Oh, thanks, yeah. Malika. Happy birthday, Prabhu. Consistency. Yes. Light. Beautiful. Wisdom. Present. Yes. Purity. Oh, thanks, Mari. Compassionate. Caring. His love. It's huge. Inspiring. Yeah, Servant leader. Totally. Oh, thank, thank you for you your love, so guys. Thank you Healer. So Jitesh on Zoom said role model. Oh, thank you, uh, Michelle Jitesh. says present. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, guys. Resiliency. Love. Hi, Richard. Hi, AJ. Shetty says healer. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful. I, I value your, your integrity, mm-hmm. um, your, your willingness to, to grow and to deepen and to, to adjust to what's needed. And... Um, just like your, your commitment. I feel like more than anything, I value your, your sincere dedication to, to guru and to God. Um, and also how that shows up in our relationship. Your, the, the space that you hold is um, incredible. And I just, I feel so beyond blessed and so beyond grateful to have a, have a partner like you, to have you in, in my life to walk this journey with. So. Thank you so much for being you. And, and really, I feel like being such an exemplary man. Um, and please keep, keep sharing your wisdom and your light and um, your example with as many people as can, can come to you. Thank you, Deanna. Thank you for your love and empowerment. Thank you, guys. I'm, I'm, receiving, I'm, receiving, I'm receiving your loving glances. All the good that you see in me is is so much is the goodness of your beautiful divine hearts and souls. And I, I, my prayer today is, is that uh, everybody knows that they're loved, you know, that you guys know you're loved and, and that there, there is um, such an incredible um, power when we know that we're loved by God, such an incredible power that we can access in, in loving each other. And so 
you're my inspirations, all the hearts that are flowing and each and every one of you and Deanna, you're such an inspiration. You're, you're uh, my goddess and giving so much guidance constantly and how to be um, a more loving and more connected servant. So I love you. Love you. Love all you guys. Thank you all for sticking around and we'll see you next week. Okay. And keep us posted as always. Any any questions or, or anything, we're, we're here for you. Love you all. Take care, guys. Radhe, Radhe. Radhe.